One of the biggest advantages that conservatives have is their media presence. Conservatives have a wealth of radio talk shows, podcasts, and YouTube channels that allow them to effectively spread their message. We should have the same on the left as well. This is why I want you to go to growleft.liberaldan.com. We are at a turning point in the history of this country. There is no reason why the ultra-conservatives and MAGA-types should be as successful as they have been. Extremist conservative ideas are unpopular, while left-wing ideas like Medicare for All, abortion rights, and marriage equality are at all-time highs. But they have the messaging, and we need to build up our radio shows, podcasts, and YouTube channels to fight back against their extremist conservative messages. Liberal Dan Radio has partnered with Levelfield to help us use tools that are typically only available to big money donors. When you give a contribution at growleft.liberaldan.com, you will be doing two things. That money will be spent advertising causes on the left, like body autonomy, marriage equality, voting rights, and in support of or opposition of candidates. And that commercial airtime will be spent on smaller shows, podcasts, and YouTube channels to help them grow larger and be more successful. We get to kill two birds with one stone, but I can't do it alone. I need your help. So please go to growleft.liberalband.com and make your contribution today. That's growleft.liberalband.com. Growleft.liberalband.com. Political advertising paid for by Levelfield. Contributions are not tax-deductible as charitable contributions. Of course, be in the chat room and let me know where you're calling from so I know the caller is legit. And call 914-803-4131. That is 914-803-4131. And also, you can leave your questions in chat as well, and we can discuss that there on youtube.com slash liberaldanradio. Uh, if you're listening on Blog Talk Radio, just pop on over to YouTube. It's uh, much better over on this side. <laughs> uh, if you're listening after the live broadcast, you can always leave your comments, questions, concerns, etc. The uh, Facebook page, Facebook.com slash LiberalDan, LiberalDan.com. Tweet me at LiberalDanRadio and Twitter. And, of course, leave a message here or comment on the video for this episode thread. Um, Laura, thank you for joining. appreciate you keeping the tab open. More views is more good. Or make sure to smack that like button as well uh, before you head off. Um, I did want to remind everybody, I'll probably bring this up a couple times during the show, but uh, I am currently in a despite or besides the gofundme.liberaldan.com um the grow left yeah grow left.liberaldan.com besides that uh, i'm also looking for people to help um support uh, one of my friends and my close friends uh having problems with uh, their kid being abused by the domiciliary parent and as such i want to help them raise enough funds to get money so that they could put everything get a lawyer on retainer and uh, be able to protect their kids so um 
you know, if you're, if five bucks is good, if you can give five bucks, that would be great. Uh, if you can't give money, uh, just share the GoFundMe and, and help maybe make it go viral uh, because we're already at 510 bucks. Uh, plus, I, I did get some other, I think, 40 bucks uh, Venmo to me that's supposed to go towards that. Uh, my friend has gotten a couple of extra. So I may be at about, I think we might be at about 700, six to 700 total um, at the moment from all sources. Uh, but we still got a ways to go. It's at least 4,500. Plus, you got to pay the GoFundMe fees for you know, transferring the funds or whatever. Uh, plus, whatever any other costs that might be incurred. And of course, uh, when if we happen to go over uh, what we need, uh, the rest of the money will be donated to some charity uh, that will help prevent child abuse. So anyway, so there's that. And you can also support the show. Uh, if you would like to, you can, you can be a monthly patron, uh, patreon.com slash liberaldan, or you can go to click, go to liberaldan.com, click the buy me a cider button, uh, and that'll go ahead and buy me one or more ciders as you choose. Or you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash liberaldanradio, and you'll get a nice little uh, alert on the screen showing that you did, in fact, contribute during the show. And, of course, there is also Venmo, but there's no neat alerts for Venmo. Um, I get to keep more of the money if you send it friends and family, but or whatever, don't send it, send, don't send it like you're purchasing something. Um, but let me know so I can give you a shout out on the show, because sometimes I don't see those until much later uh, in the night, probably after I'm done the show. Um, now we've got the five-minute intro out the way. Um, we, uh, I, it's been a rough day. Uh, let me just, let's just put it that way. I, I, I'm, I'm having a rough day today. I, I didn't have time to put much together in the form of a show. I did have things I wanted to talk about. Uh, I was discussing whether or not to try to decide whether or not I was going to do the MLM show that I keep talking about doing, you know, how to avoid the bad ones, which is most of them and, and what to look for in one that, that might be reasonable if it's reasonable for you, et cetera. Um, But again, that's not a timely event that can be done whenever. Uh, So at some point, probably in the next few months, I'll get that done. But it's not going to be today because there's, there's several things that you want to talk about. And if anybody has anything that they want to talk about in the chat as well, any particular topics, you know, bring it up and, and either I'll look up the topic if I'm not that informed about it or we can talk about it or whatever. It's fine. Um, the first, uh, one of the th- reasons that I had a rough time today uh, was uh, the fact that between yesterday and today, it's I'm, I've been trying to, for the last several months and maybe even more than several. I don't, I don't know when the first time I tried to first start looking into buying, getting, adopting a dog. Um, last year we lost our dog, very old age. Uh, she just, it was, we spent like thousands of bucks on her to uh, try and uh, improve her quality of life. And it just, at some point it, it basically was, uh, we couldn't, justify that anymore because it wasn't improving her quality of life. She was just miserable. And so we had to let her go. Um, And we recently got, you know, cats uh, as well last year as well. We got cats last year um, and the, uh, you know, got them as kittens. We adopted them out from the SPCA. A friend of mine fosters cats from, for the SPCA and, uh, so we got the, we went over to her house, we picked out the kittens that we wanted, um, and, you know, 
not worried about any particular breed or anything like that, but, you know, just wanted to save kittens. We also had two cats that also died previously. Uh, one cat was uh, from, uh, and my wife had found him uh, after Hurricane Katrina. He was living under her office building or her office space or whatever, wherever she was working. And, you know, I would, I would be calling, I'm talking to her on the phone uh, while she was at work. And, uh, and, uh, and all, all of a sudden, all I'd hear is like, and, you know, a couple of days afterwards, I'm like, she's going to bring that cat home. I know it because my wife has a good heart. And uh, and that's the, the day I thought that was the day that she brought the cat home. She brought the cat carrier with her and brought the cat home. Uh, and eventually, um, when we moved in together, got married, moved in together, bought the house. Once we got the house, we brought Vester with us. Um, and we also had sushi from when we, my dog, when we bought the house. And we also found... There was a, a stray cat that was abandoned in my mother-in-law's neighborhood, which is right around the corner from us. But uh, we decided to, to take him in, take him to the vet, make sure he was as healthy as possible. Unfortunately, he had feline leukemia. Um, I don't think we realized that until much later. Um, he also passed away um, after not very long with us. Um, so it, it, it was a rough couple of years for pets. Um, but And I missed having a dog. But the cat's... Um, were already a little skittish because the fact that we'd, we'd just moved them into a new house. The cats were also skittish uh, because, you know, I think we, we got them in, in April of last year. And then um, last year, about this time, or maybe a little earlier than this time, is when we evacuated for Hurricane Ida. And so we had to bring these three kittens on the road with us uh, to Ida. Had They were they were in a very small cramped room once we realized it was not safe for them to be outside of that room. Um, and so I didn't want to, I didn't want to put my needs or my desires of having a puppy outside of the um, outside of the, you know, over, over the, the needs potentially of the cats. I wanted the cats to get as comfortable as possible in the house uh, and, and, and let them feel at home, let them know the lay of the land uh, before introducing another pet. But it got time, it came time that uh, I, was, I, was, I felt that I was ready to, to um, adopt. And it, it, it's probably more than four months because I believe one of the first things that I went to was during the winter because I believe when I went to the place where they were having an event, um, they, it was, it was cold. I think I remember it being cold. So it must've been maybe in December or January, uh, when I went, um, and I'd started filling out the forms. So, and here's where the, my frustrations come in. So uh, every single one of these, uh, you know, agencies that tries to make sure that all these, you know, strays or dogs that are given up for adoption or dogs that are just dropped off or whatever, you know, a lot of them, I mean, I'm not, I'm excluding the SPCA at this point because they haven't gone to the SPCA for a dog, but they have this very long and drawn out questionnaire that you have to answer every question. And the first one also requested that you gave a donation, I guess, to prove that you were serious, I guess they wanted to, whatever. I don't know if this is the way that they fundraise or not. But they put my information. I put my information in before I went to this event. I went to the event. I saw one puppy that was very cute. 
Um, but I think he was already destined to go somewhere else. And um, it's also possible that he might have had a little bit of pit in it, uh, in, in the dog. And um, me and my wife both are want to avoid that. I mean, I know there are people who love pit bulls, and it's fine if, if, if that's your choice. Our choice is to not have pits because of the possibility of harm, especially with three cats and two kids. And I would just rather not um, get that type of uh, whatever. Um, let's see, Jeff Curry, is it harder to fill out papers for a dog than a gun? Um, I haven't put in the papers for a gun, so I can't tell you. I should. Well, that's what I should do. I should go put in the paperwork to get a gun and just not get, and just maybe change my mind afterwards or just go to a, go to a gun store and go through the process. And actually a family friend of ours, one her daughter's boyfriend, I think works at a gun range. I, we, I just met him over the weekend. So maybe I could just go with him and be like, Hey, can you show me what I would need to do to go through, um, to go through a, uh, an application to be able to purchase a firearm here in the state of Louisiana and see if it's really that much harder to, to get a dog than it is to get a, to get a gun, which would, I would not be surprised that if, if, if it would be harder to get a dog, um, especially in Louisiana. So it's a very good point. Um, what? No. My show is not 15 minutes long. Thank you very much. Let's go ahead and save that and make sure it doesn't end in 90 seconds. Um, I, I could have sworn I, I made the show longer than that, but it's fine. We're, we're good now. It's all good. All clear. We're fine. But yeah, that's going to be my next. That might be an assignment that I do at some point. I'll have to reach out to, to the family and see, hey, can I, but let's get this. Let, let me see what's needed so I can compare it to this. So you fill out the forms, and then, like, I never heard back from them. And then there was other places. Again, I looked online at, at their places. Because, again, towards the beginning of this, of my search, it was still more covid than not. We had not yet been to Disney World. We had not yet done anything big. Uh, we were still trying to avoid people as much as possible. So searching online was a, was a good option for, for me and us. And we, so I would look at some of the sites, and some of the sites didn't have any dogs that I would be interested in. Um, I didn't want an older dog because I wouldn't know how an older dog would deal with the cats. I wanted to be able to train a puppy to be able to, to be able to be nice with the cats. Um, one of the cats probably will never go near it ever in her life ever. That's fine. Um, cause she's very skittish regardless, but you know, I wanted to raise from a puppy again. I want the breeding, the breed issues are, are an issue. Um, and sometimes, you know, I love labs and sometimes when you have a lab mix, um, you kind of get the worst of both breeds I've found. So like I had a lab chow one time that was, I was watching for somebody because they couldn't keep him in the, in the regular house. And it just tore up my stuff. It was the worst of both breeds. Hyper like a lab and bad, whatever the chow characteristics are brought to the table. It was not good. Um, so yeah, so I fill out all this form for the one, never really heard back from them ever about that dog, about any other dog, whatever. So then you, get, you fill out other forms with other, with other agencies, and it's like the same form. So you have to fill out the same form multiple times for multiple people. And the questions are like, um, the questions on this form, let me see if I could find, um, I have the answers to the questions. 
Let me let me pull that up because the questions are uh, uh, what should call it. Hey Benny Loco, thanks for joining. Even if you're just lurking, appreciate it. Who are you interviewing today, Benny Loco, and 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 how long? Is it like at nine my time? Which would be seven, I think. I think I'm probably going to be done in about an hour, so I'll probably hopefully we'll uh, we'll be able to uh, get that done. Um, and, and get done before Benny Loco, so everyone can just hop from here over to Benny Loco's channel as well and help her out as well. Um, here we go. So here's the email. So are you looking to adopt or foster? So adopt. Uh, have you adopted from this organization before? No. Um, let's see. And if, if, if yes, what was their Arno name or whatever and what happened to them? First name, last name, age, uh, address, fine all your phone numbers fine employer phone number like i don't know why you need my employer's name and address and phone number that, that whatever age desired i put puppy sex any activity level any um is there any specific puppy you wanted yes and i listed the puppy uh, why are you interested in why are you interested in this particular dog or puppy because it's cute i don't know uh because i've always had labs they are my favorite breed they've been great with kids and other pets so i put that would you consider a dog puppy with special needs? I said yes. Um, or who requires medication for a permanent but controlled condition? Yes, I would consider that. We did that with S'mores, the cat. We have no problem. We would have no problem, whatever. Do you want to adopt a dog or puppy as a gift? No. If yes, is this probably a gift? No. Please list every pet you have owned for the last 10 years. Please include the following about each pet. Species, name, sex, age was he or she spayed or neutered and what happened to the pet so so i had to go through all everything and of course going through you know why um which dogs died or whatever um and and when when the when the when the when the animals died and having to go through that you know it's, it's of course frustrating to have to remind and be reminded of that please explain what you know about heartworms and prevention okay so we know it, it's important to keep our pets, ha let's see, healthy and follow the advice schedule of our vet when they should take the medicine. Is, was your dog current on heartworm prevention? Yes. So, so they asked for the vet, the name, uh, the phone number. Um, please list other vets you've used. Uh, where do you purchase heartworm prevention from? Maybe you only use the ones that the vet recommends. Um, let's see, how long have you lived at your current address? Provide the ages of people that are living with you. Um, he'll be the primary caregiver. Uh, does anyone in your household have allergies? May we visit the home? Yes. If, when, when's the best time? When at night? Have you owned a dog before? Yes. I mean, I've already answered the fact that I've owned a dog before. And now you're asking me again if I've owned a dog before. It's redundant. How much money are you budgeting annually to take care of the dog? It's about $2,000 or so a year to, to take care of a dog regularly. So that's what I put. Uh, will the, where would the dog live and play? Inside in a crate cage for sleep. Outside is for play and using the bathroom, not for sleep. Do you have a dog door? No. Where will the dog stay when you're at work? Uh, we work from home, but if we're all gone, the, cat, the dog will stay in a crate. Uh, how long will the dog daily be left alone without humans? No more than a few hours outside of sleeping time. Will the dog be allowed in the house? I mean, I already answered that, that the dog's going to be inside. So, yes, the dog's going to be inside the house. Are you planning to use a dog crate to train your pet during absence at night? Yes. Is your yard fence? Yes. What type of fence? Yard approximate size. 
Will the dog be walked, exercised in a fenced yard? Uh, will the dog be allowed to run free without supervision? No. Will the dog receive obedience training? Yes. Uh, what if? What if your? What is your plan if your dog becomes more active than anticipated? I anticipate the dog will be active because she's a lab. You know. Have you ever sold, given away, or surrendered an animal animal to any shelter for any reason? No. Um, please tell us why you want a dog or puppy. I just told you why I wanted the dog or puppy earlier when I said why I want the breed. Uh, because I love taking care of dogs and giving dogs a good home. No animal should go without a home or family. All of our cats have either been adopted or taken as strays. Um, please tell me about your lifestyle, whatever. Um, there's nothing specific. Uh, if you experience a change in life, get married, divorce, have a baby, what do you plan to do with your dog? I would keep my dog. Uh, if you move, what will you do with your dog? We have no plans on moving. I would only move to a rental that allowed pets. We will either stay with family who allows pets or find housing or hotel that fits pets. But I evacuated Katrina with a dog, and she stayed with us the whole time. We evacuated Casper Ida, and they also stayed with us. Do you understand the ordinances about licensing and or leasing? Yes. Um, have you ever been cited for violations? No. Um, how'd you find the website? Uh, maybe give your name, whatever, to pet food companies, fine. Um, and I signed it and dated it. So that's the application that I've done four times for, for different rescue organizations. So I get a response back. Hi, Daniel. We were able to call your vet. They confirmed regular shots for your cats. When did sushi pass away? Were you using heartworm preventatives? I already said I knew the importance of heartworm preventatives in the form my response sushi passed away last year she was on regular heartworm medication as prescribed by the vet she just got to a point where she couldn't stand up and do anything after spending thousands to improve her quality of life the only humane thing to do was to not prolong her life anymore um whatever and then she goes poor sushi oftentimes it's the kind of thing to do even though it tears a heart were you using regular preventative heartworm preventatives for sushi if so where were you purchasing uh, and so I'm like, I got the heartworm prevention medication from the vet mostly. But even if it went outside the vet, I would still try and get the same brand. So again, now I'm answering the same question twice. Um, so then apparently my vet couldn't find any examples of preventives. But there's a, the people that work in the front desk are not the greatest. Do you remember what you were using? Do you mind calling your vet to ask for records just for heartworm preventatives for the pup? We understand if the dog was too sick at the end. I was like, I honestly don't remember. At some point, she got shots. Other times, she got pills. I'm sure it was at one point hard card. I believe it changed. They may have had a clerical error and, that, and lost those records. Is it really going to prevent us from adopting a dog? Um, hi, Daniel. It was only last year when she passed away. We would need some kind of heartworm preventives used in the past. Do you mind calling your vet? Do you think it was a shot for heartworm preventives? They may well have missed it. Please request records for the last three years to be sent to you. Uh, it is truly one of the most important things you can do for your dog. It's transmitted by mosquitoes and is a terrible problem here. We do understand if the dog was too sick at the end. Adoption committee is more interested in vet history. I was like, having had four labs, so I put, having had four labs in my life previously, I'm well aware of the importance of heartworm medicine. I stated that on my application, and I repeated that previously to you. Excellent. Please ask the vet for us. So the vet is more prone to respond to clients. Um, and to a point, I was like, at this point, I'll be, provi I'll be finding my new pet another way. I said she was on heartworm prevention medicine in my application. Then you asked if she was on heartworm prevention. Then I told you we used regular heartworm prevention. Then you asked, 
Did you use regular harm or prevention? How many times does it have to be repeated? This does not give me confidence about this process. If you are going to keep re-asking questions and you made me have to relive the most heart-wrenching part of last year, having to say goodbye to her, all because my answers were not to your satisfaction. My vet couldn't answer one question. Who knows why? Rescuing an animal, should it be this difficult? It was nowhere near this hard when we adopted three cats through the SPCA. I get that you want to weed out bad applicants, but your process is weeding out good people as well. We would have provided the puppy a loving home, and we will be providing a puppy a loving home. I just can't with y'all anymore. Sir, this is how she responds. We are required to show regular preventatives. I understand your frustration. We reconfirm what people put on the application, if unable to show through the vet. The adoption committee works well, works with people all the time, and does probation, but we have to show some preventives. Hey, TV2Live. Hey, Captain Turp. What's going on? Hey, Dark Webster. Uh, it was awesome of you, Dark Webster, the other day for all of the 50 uh, subs that you gifted. That was very cool of you on Hal's channel. Big shout out to you for that. Alareja, um, hey, how are you doing as well? Um, let's see. So my response, my final response to them was if, 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 if them needing to know about heartworm, like proof of heartworm prevention is important, I put, then state on your application, if you had a dog previously, please be prepared to provide evidence that you've given regular preventives so that we could be prepared. Uh, don't repeatedly ask me the same question that I've already answered twice. And what about people who have never owned a pet before? Would you just take them at their word that they would give the heartworm medicine to their pets, the, require, the required medicine to keep them healthy? So I'm like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, are you gonna just trust that somebody who's never had a pet, if they say, yes, I'm gonna give them heartworm medication, but not me who's owned or who hasn't been involved or had four labs living with me, two as a child, two as an adult, who knows the importance of it, who stated the importance of it on my application, who repeated the facts I understand and, and I want to absolutely get the dog that needed medicine, and who already said to I, I, I've spent, why would I spend thousands of dollars trying to save a dog's life and not give her the heartworm medication? It doesn't make any sense. So I, so I put, I hope that every animal you have is able to find a loving home. I don't have the spoons to deal with your organization. And that's when they last emailed me. So I guess they're done with me and I'm done with them. Done. Wash my hands with them. But then I complain about this on my Facebook page. Let's see. Can't wait till you can monetize Dark Webster. Yes. I also can't wait till I can monetize here. Um, oh, shout out to my wife for joining the, uh, for joining the chat. Appreciate you joining me. Love you. <laughs> um, I also made a character out of, uh, named after my wife, uh, in the, when I'm playing my games, uh, in, uh, the cult of the lamb. And so I, we're married in the game as well. And I always make sure to give her a kiss in the game. So. But yeah, so then on my Facebook page, I had complained about the process. I'm like, I'm pretty much just about ready to go with a, with, with a breeder uh, because of the fact that I can't deal with this anymore. I can't deal with the stress. Um, I can't handle this. I can't handle reliving the problems. I can't handle reliving the pain that we went through having to make those decisions, not just for sushi, but for all of the animals that we had. And... Then I get grief on my Facebook page over the fact that I'm considering using a breeder. I'm like, look, basically, give me the point. 
would I have rather get got, fostered a dog that wasn't from a breeder? Sure, absolutely. But I can't, for my mental health, I can't do it with these breeders that are here. And other people on my Facebook page have confirmed how, uh, not breeders, with the, with, the, uh, with the people who are handling the adoptions here. Oh, we got a, let's see. E-Dub bought me a cider for the new puppy. Oh, thank you. Um, so we got five. My new puppy is going to have five bucks towards, towards the puppy care. Um, <laughs> so I basically said, look, I can't deal with this. I can't handle this stress. I don't have spoons to deal with answering the same bunch of questions again and having to go jump through the same hoops for another organization. It's too stressful. And yes, I would have been happy to get a puppy from a shelter. I would have been happy to get a puppy from someone fostering. I'd have been happy to, if I found a puppy on the side of the road and was like, hey, this puppy is going to be safe for me and my family. We'll raise it, whatever. But that's not going to happen. But in my opinion, at the end of the day, um, every dog deserves a loving home. It wasn't the dog's choice to uh, to be born into a a a family that was that is breeding animals. Not their, that's not their fault. And if this puppy goes to somebody else, or went to if this puppy would have gone to somebody else, it's possible that this puppy would have been used uh, to uh, as further breeding. Or we we're going to stay the puppy, and when it, the puppy's old enough, so there will be no more breeding. So that it'll be cut off at this point. So we'll be stopping the cycle with this particular dog, and the dog is very cute, and it's such a floof. Some people have seen it already. I might have to share. Might have to bring up the picture of the floof uh, on the page. Maybe I'll do that after the commercial break. Um, let me go ahead, take a break. What we can, well, I'll, I'll go through the chat just to, just to you know, kind of see what I missed because you know I was kind of rambling there for a bit. Uh, let's go ahead and we'll take a break. Um, I need to take a sip of water just to keep my throat nice and moist. Uh, 914-803-4131, 914-803-4131. This is Liberal Band Radio. Talk to the left. That's right. Are you planning a trip to Disney soon? Do you want help avoiding spending mistakes and making the most of your vacation? Then check out BudgetEars.com, a new site devoted to helping you get the most mouse for your money. What kind of tickets should you get? Is the dining plan a good deal for you? Should you stay on grounds or not? Should you buy park hoppers? Many other sites are filled with information about what other people like to do, but BudgetEars is geared to help you make the best decision for you. So check out BudgetEars.com or go to YouTube.com slash BudgetEars and help make your trip the best it can be. BudgetEars.com is not a travel agency and it is not affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its holdings. In a world gone mad, one progressive will do a bad movie trailer guy impression to get you to listen to his show. There's only one thing that I like better than the liberal band radio minicast. All right, Bill, that's enough of that. 
On the Liberal Dan Radio minicast, you will hear an honest discussion of the day's issues with some personal bits in between. You might even hear what the other side has to say, sometimes even in their own voices. So become one of the Liberal Dan family, because family means no one gets left behind or forgotten. To hear those bad impressions and more, tune into the Liberal Dan Radio minicast. Talk from the left, that's right. And I think to myself, what a wonderful show. Mmm, yeah. If you enjoy Liberal Dan Radio, there's many ways that you can support the show. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can like me on Facebook or follow me on Twitter or TikTok. And you can become a Liberal Dan Patreon. For as little as $3 a month, you can get a shout-out. Higher levels get the opportunity to vote on what I do next on the podcast, the minicast, or on YouTube. You can even buy commercial advertising or sponsor bits. So go to patreon.liberaldan.com and support the show today. Hey there, podcast listeners. This is Demonox, host of The World According to Knox. It's time for Season 2 where I take you on another trip through my world. The world of movies, video games, pop culture, and more. Relate them to the world around you. Don't forget to leave a question for Marscat and find me on Twitter by the handle xdemonox. Letter X like X-Men, D-E-M-I-N-O-X. Now enjoy the rest of your podcast. Liberal Dan Radio, Talk from the Left, That's Right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, 914-803-4131. Want to give a shout-out to the Liberal Dan Radio patrons. We've got Wes Webb, uh, Jolie, Aaron, uh, Alan, or Chris, uh, Cesar from California, and, of course, the first Liberal Dan Radio patron. And, of course, there's Julie Swenson, who's the first Liberal Dan Radio producer at the producer level as well. So I appreciate y'all's support. Uh, it's one of the few ways I can actually get uh, money <laughs> money from the show whilst uh, uh, well, without being monetized. And I've said, um, we're, I'm working with Hal and I'm getting him to come back on the show uh, maybe early, earlier than the end of the month. And he said on his show that he wants to, he wants to make it up to me. So I appreciate that. I heard his apology. I mean, my first prediction of what happened with Hal last week was he probably fell asleep because he was busy and that's literally what happened. So that's fine. Um, So yeah, but um, one of the things I want to do is I want to, I'm trying by the end of the month, my goal is, and and, and I've got a bit to go. My goal is to get up to a thousand subs on YouTube and it's free. Um, So the only way to do that is, is by spreading the word about the show. Um, I don't really want to spam Hal's chat about it, but I have mentioned in Hal's chat that if I do reach that total by the end of the month, uh, I will absolutely um, make it rain in, 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 with this combination of Super Chat slash Venmo uh, to, uh, to help him out. Because if, if I do get to 1,000 by the end of the month, it will be because of the fact that Hal's been coming on my show and a lot of the persons who are uh, listeners, regular listeners to my show are also sparklers as well, or uh, as I like to say, um, fellow Hal Sparks types, as, as the, uh, the Young Turks might say. I, I did promise 
to show you a picture of the dog. So get ready to uh, to see the cuteness that there is. This is the puppy that we're getting. It is. She is such a little chunk, a little floof. She is totes adorbs, and I uh, I'm gonna give that dog lots of snuggles when I get that dog. So. Um, Let's see. Thank you, Benny Loco, for joining in. Uh, we probably, uh, I think you're starting in, at, at nine my time. So I will, uh, I will, uh, will probably be heading over there. I'll probably, you know, stop the show close to that so the people here can go join you over there as well. Uh, it is a, it is a white lab. Um, both of the, both of the uh, pups or both of her parents were, um, white labs and they made of this cute little chunky yellow lab that is just chunky and cute and very lovable. So uh, we won't be able to uh, get her until the 16th, which is perfect because we'll be uh, coming back from vacation at that time. And, uh, and we'll, uh, we'll be able to just get home from vacation, go pick up our new pup. And I think we've settled on Blanche. Uh, because our three cats are named after Golden Girls characters, uh, Rose, and then there's uh, Agnes and Gloria. Agnes and Gloria were two kind of part-time cast members, um, but why not stick with with Golden Girls themes and go for Blanche as well? So, yeah. So, yeah, she is a very, very cute puppy, and I'm very much looking forward to so loving her and taking care of her and training her and trying to make sure that she doesn't terrorize the cats too much. Um, I, I kept threatening the cats, not like, but I'm like, I'm getting a dog because the cats won't snuggle me. The cats will snuggle the kids and gassy, but they won't snuggle me. Um, I guess, I guess it's late. So I already said Blanche. <laughs> so I guess there's some, there's still delay between, it's about maybe a 30 second delay, I think, between when I say something or when I see something on typed on to the to the chat and put, when it's put in when it actually makes it to y'all. I think that's that's just when it happens. So yeah, um, yes, I'm sure she will train me just as much, and uh, very much looking forward to having another puppers in my life. Um, see, the only cat that comes near me a lot is Rose, and Rose has these hard paws, and she walks on me. And she, she wants to get scratches, but she'll only do it walking on me. She'll rarely ever do it laying next to me. Now, she'll, she and Gloria will lay next to Cassie, no problem. I mean, I understand that. She's cuter than me. But, you know, uh, my joke with, with Gloria is that Gloria runs away from me because I'm a big, scary, fat man. Uh, dog's name is Blanche. It will be Blanche um, from Golden Girls, just like Agnes and uh rose and gloria so let's see do, 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 do. trying to see captain turp our new boy seamus is a big black lab very cool where'd you get seamus is just are you irish descent or are you a fan of wrestling or or what um dark webster yes thank you don't forget to like and subscribe if you haven't already done show um, yes, Hal Sparks is an unbelievably dedicated dude and works way too hard for the love he gets. He's, he's, he's very, he was a very hard worker. I mean, I mean, from, from the podcast to the comedy, to the 
sexy liberal comedy tour to his nerd Halen. I think one of my goals might be if like if I'm ever like, I would love to just get on stage with nerd Halen and do like monkey wrench on uh, <laughs> and and just do monkey wrench with them. If I don't know if they perform monkey wrench, but I would love to just get out there and sing that. That's one of the ones 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 I've done in karaoke. Uh, there was a video of that on nerdydan.com on YouTube as well of me to, right after um, their drummer died. Uh, I, I I did a I did that and posted it. Um, so yeah. So enough about the puppy stuff. Um, you know, it just it was just kind of like I felt like I needed a rant about the whole thing. I felt like I needed to. Uh, uh, you know, just, I mean, I've seen, like, through the course of the afternoon, I have seen other people basically repeat their same problems uh, with uh, some of these uh, shelters and some of these places that it's like they almost don't want to give up the animals. And, like, again, like, my biggest question for all of that, with, with their being so, so hard and so firm on the whole you know, we need to make sure that you gave your last dog's heartworm prevention. Well, what about anybody who hasn't owned a dog before, who hasn't raised a dog, who hasn't taken care of a dog? You don't know. There's no evidence as to whether or not they would or wouldn't. Would you? Are you going to give it to them, or would you just? Tr- would you? How would you prove that they would do it, or would you just trust them to do it? But you're not going to trust people who've already raised dogs. It doesn't make any sense. And, and my cats are up to date on her. Then they're shot. So it's not like we have, there's evidence that I mistreat pets. I don't know. It just, <sighs> my dog locked me out of my truck, had a hidden key. I mean, those dogs are pesky. Um, hi, Kim Chi. How's it going? Uh, let's see if I miss anybody else. Go. Teresa. Hey, Teresa. Thank you for joining. Nick Rich. Thank you. Good day. Uh, thank you for joining us. Again, please remember to like and subscribe uh, if you haven't already done so. Let's see. We got lots of other stuff, kind of just smaller stuff to go to. There's the whole, um, if you haven't seen the President Obama's portrait, I mean, it's amazing how realistic it is. It is absolutely amazing how realistic that that painting of him is. It looks like a photograph. And the picture of, of Michelle Obama, uh, the that's Former Flotus, is it Flotus? Is that what you would say it? Former, because I know it's F. Potus for, for Trump, because he's the former president of the United States, to the chagrin of the folks who are MAGA, the MAGA folks. But yeah, um, is it, is, I wonder if it's Flotus. Hey, Elorasia. Um, but yeah, the, the picture of him is so life, so amazingly lifelike. Um, I want to bring this up real quick. Obama portraits. I missed something about noticing something about the Michelle Obama's one. So let's see if we can get the images. No, I don't want to open New York Times because they're going to give me a paywall. Uh, (laughs) Why am I getting a picture of Jennifer Aniston's butt when I searched for that? So the picture of, of Michelle Obama, this is great. I, and I thought I had seen this. I thought I had seen this today, but this is so great. And let, let me just download it and, and post it for real quick so I can, uh, let's just open it in a tab. 
Um, no, it's not what I wanted. I want to open the image in the new tab. There we go. So let's let's go ahead and pop this open. And I don't know if anybody else has pointed. I'm sure somebody else has pointed this out, but uh, let's just go ahead and, and bring it open just to see. Uh, okay, that's the correct picture. Let's pop it up here, make it visible, and make it bigger. What do you notice about Michelle Obama's uh, picture there? She doesn't have sleeves on. It's great. I mean, that, I'm sure that was purposely petty. And I'm here for every second of the purposeful pettiness of Michelle Obama wearing a sleeveless dress because she was got, got so much crap for wearing sleeveless stuff. So the fact that she's in a sleeveless dress, just amazingly awesomely and if it's not if it wasn't done purposely then i'm still enjoying the fact that it that i'm taking it as it being petty anyway so just but just leave this thing i just i love it i love it i love it um and i love the fact they kind of basically spent today also pointing out how how stupidly petty donald trump was for refusing to do this now um unfortunately or maybe fortunately we have a an adult in the in the room now and that adult you know may very well if there's a portrait um of trump that is made perhaps he will still unveil it uh, i don't know if trump would go but he'll still unveil unveil it uh what would be funny though is if they invite donald trump to the white house they unveil the painting and then they uh then they put in the handcuffs on him and walk him out and do the perp walk with him, arrest him there for his, for his crimes pertaining to the classified documents of Mar-a-Lago. Again, I'm not a big fan of the perp walk, but don't hate the player, hate the game. If they're going to perp walk everybody else, I sure as hell want to see Donald Trump get perp walked too. Um, so yeah. Um, but Michelle Obama sleeveless is, is, is me. I, I'm just, it is life. It is something that just is bringing me immense joy because I know there are so many MAGA idiots who are going to be like gnashing their teeth and just like, I can't believe she's going to sleep this chest. Of course, they complained about that when she was in, when he was in office and she was flotus, um, but they never said a peep about Melania and hers. Uh, the only other thing uh, would be um, if, if they were to commission a, a, an artist to paint uh, Donald Trump, is there enough orange paint in the country to be able to paint such a picture? I mean, it's, I think it's an important question to ask. I mean, I, there's some orange on my shirt, but that's not really paint. Um, I grabbed the wrong shirt. I was just going to grab a solid black shirt, but it, I could show off the fact that I'm an Orioles fan, even though I live in New Orleans. I was raised in Baltimore, so I'm still a Baltimore Orioles fan. They wanted melan melanoma. I think that's what J.L. Calvin calls her. Uh, when he's talking, doing his Trump invitation, melanoma. Um, let's see, MTG doesn't know how to spell sleeves. Did she misspell sleeves? Really? That'd be funny. Um, actually, doesn't know how to spell much. She doesn't know much about anything. Don't know much about history. Don't know much about biology. Don't know much about the science book. Uh, don't know much about whatever language, about the English she took. 
but I do know that I hate her. And I know that if you hate her too, what a wonderful world this would be, I guess. Sorry. Um, so MTG doesn't wear sleeves. Sometimes MTG doesn't even wear, you know, clothes. You know, somebody, some conservative called me a cuck because, you know, the fact that, you know, they are obsessed with the word cuck and cuckoldry in general. And which explains a little bit why they love MTG, because apparently she cuckolded her husband twice at the gym. So it, it, it explains why they are enamored with her, because she's doing what they're obsessed with. They are obsessed with the idea of a cuckold, and uh, she is allowing them to live vicariously through her. Let's see, Dark Web's no hate except for snoring. I hate snoring. I don't know if I'm snoring. I don't know if, if, if Cassie is still on. I don't know. Um, but if Cassie is still on, uh, uh, she can verify whether or not my – I think my twitching has gone down when it comes to uh, me getting my CPAP machine. I don't know if, if my snoring has reduced or not. I'm, I'm hoping it has. I'm hoping she's been able to sleep better now that I have uh, that. Oh, Agolf Twitler. Hey, one of my favorite YouTube names, Agolf Twitler. I love the name. I love that name. It's it's one of the best names. No one has better names. <sighs> um, let's see. Judaism was trending again on Twitter today. It seems like Judaism is trending every Wednesday, and I don't know why that is. But, of course, every time I see Judaism trending, uh, I'm always concerned. But apparently there was some conservative who's basically said that Zionism is a requisite of Judaism and everyone was like, no, it's not. Shut up. You don't have to be a nationalist to be a Jew. So so human being is cuckolding in line with Christian values or family values. I get them. Well, you know, what are supposed to be family values and Christian values and what they believe in are two completely different things. I mean, they, they do lots of things. I mean, one of my favorite, I mean, I'm saying I mean a lot. I should get slapped every time I say I mean. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. Anyway, um, what was I going to say now? I forget. Now that I said I mean so many times, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, hey, Kimchi, five ciders. Thank you, Kimchi. You are amazing. Thank you. You are also the totally coolest. Appreciate you. Yay. Shouts out to Kimchi for supporting the show. Thank you so much. Um, anyway, so the people who are like, the, oh, that's socialist, that's socialist, the people who like to go, I mean, they call Biden a socialist, and he's nowhere near a socialist. Socialists laugh. Remember they called Obama a socialist, and one of my, uh, one, one of the people that I know was basically, um, basically saying, I wish Obama was a socialist. He's not. He's not a socialist whatsoever. So... Um, I wish Biden was more to the left. I mean, I like Biden. I just wish he was more to the left. Um, it is what it is. Wait, sorry. No, that's Donald. Donnie's it is line. what it is. Thank you, Donald. Um, all right. I need to see this. Supreme Court justice is trending. Well, is that probably because Breyer might be the only one who would be able to, uh, who would be able to uh, look at the, be the special master? Um, Supreme Court Justice Justice Thomas is married to an insurrectionist and will not recuse himself from Gen 6 cases. Judge Cannon was appointed by Trump and will not recuse herself. The Federal Society has forever tainted our judicial branch. Um, 
it looks like basically oh there's also saying do you think michelle obama would make a great supreme court justice sure i would have loved for biden to have appointed uh, to appoint barack or michelle obama next to the bench that would have been amazing um but it's a lot of stuff about clarence thomas i was wondering if there was another death or something but it doesn't seem like there was another death on the bench um which depending on who it would have been would have been good or bad for the for the sake of the country at least um when Obama was speaking today, I was hoping to see Luther, the anger transmitter, come up behind him. Yes, that's amazing. Yes, that was that was uh, Michael Key, Key, Michael Key, right from Key and Peel. Let's see, Cassie, you aren't snoring as much, but you twitch still, not as much though. Well, that's good. There's also a video of the puppy sleeping and the puppy's little leg is twitching, and I'm like, it's my child. This is it. it it's leg, little leg twitches just like me. Um, let's see. Do SCOTUS Justice have top secret? I think Breyer does. Uh, let, me, let me look that up real quick. I think it's Breyer. Is it Breyer or Souter? Supreme Court Justice with um, top secret clearance. Do, do, do. Is it Breyer? Briar. Wes bought me five stars. Thank you, Wes. I think you need a troll. I mean, I welcome the trolls. Just don't be terribly bad about it. Troll me, not the other people. <laughs> and don't be, you know, like the people that called the show. I don't need those trolls anymore. But again, thank you very much, Wes, for the for the five siders as well. Um, Briar. Briar clearance. No. Fire got ethics clear. No. Is it is it Suter? I don't know. I don't know who it is. Somebody was saying that one of the one of the Supreme Court judge, one of the people who was appointed judge justice does have the appropriate clearance uh, to be able to see what is in those documents to to be able to see what see whether or not the document has what it's supposed to have or not. So. Um, no, Aaron is not fair game. <laughs> I, hi, Andrea. I did see you come in. Uh, thank you for joining us as well. Appreciate you. Was Hal on? La- I saw Hal on earlier today for like the five minutes he was on. Was he on later today as well? Or, or did I miss that? Or was he traveling again? Um, I got another notification. Um, yay. That's just kimchi. It's kimchi saying that they supported me. Appreciate you. Um, uh, what's trending is happening is, is just updating a lot. So, uh, no travel. That's what I figured. Um, see, Donnie wants to delay to refuse to agree on anyone DOJ offers, of course, but I don't know if he has the ability to delay it or not. I mean, they they of course can object to anybody that's placed, but I mean, you have to, you literally have to have somebody who's, who can be able to see those records and it's not going to be, a threat to national security in and of themselves. Um, so yeah, it's crazy that we have to come this far. Um, and of course, even when Bob Bill, when Bill Bill Barr says, "I keep I keep 
almost confusing the names Bill Barr and Bill Burr. Um, when Bill Barr comes out and says that the ruling on the special master was wrong, and then the Republicans start calling Bill Barr a rhino, I mean, you know that the MAGA folks have jumped the shark. I mean, they've absolutely jumped the shark by calling Bill Barr a rhino. Bill Barr is in no way near a rhino. But again, to the MAGA types, Bill Barr, and you're, you're a rhino if you don't support Trump. And that's silly because the Republican Party has basically become beholden to one person and to one specific ideology. Now, they were always conservative, and there was always, you know, like, again, Liz Cheney is not my favorite person in the world from anywhere close. But at least she, uh, whatchamacallit, at least she actually, you know, did the right thing with the hearings. Oh, hey, Chris. Uh, Chris, in the chat, one of the first couple of Liberal Band patrons. Um, I do forget to post in, the, in, our, in, our chat, in our chat messaging group that when I go live for this, I think I even forgot to put that I went live on nerdydan.com as well. I will be live again, nerdydan.com, uh, next or tomorrow, 8 p.m. as well. Um, I'll probably be doing some Fortnite first and then doing more Cult of the Lamb. Um, it's a fun, it's such a fun game. And I think they actually upgraded, up, updated it, so I haven't seen many of the bugs recently. Um, but shockingly enough, I thought it was going to take forever to me to get monetized and, or become an affiliate on um, on on Twitch and I finally got that done and I thought I was going to get uh, monetized here on YouTube first. Um, but again, we still have a month to get that done. It'll be great. Um, see what it, uh, It's not just your leg though. <laughs> is that an, Oh my comment or, or is it just and a lot of times when I'm doing my live shows, my, my live streams on nerdydan.com on Twitch, um, you know, we'll see, you know, Jolie and Aaron are often joining me. Other people, you know, other, your other favorite, uh, watchers slash listeners are also on the, uh, I have a temp, I'm still calling people listeners, even though it's a watcher, um, because I'm, I, it's still, I'm still using block talk radio. I'm just making it visual, but you can still, you don't have to watch. I mean, I mean, how could you just not look at this just cute face, right? I know. How could you not look at this cute face right there. That's just got me beat right there. Aaron's there all the time, and Joey's there often. That's what I meant to say. Um, Trucker John was also there one night. Um, shout out to Trucker John. Again, if you go to – let me get the link again. I haven't added to this page, and I want to. If you have anybody that you uh, want to add to this page, uh, let me know. If, I, if other – other smaller creators that need to be boosted, that need to have their show supported as well. If you, TV2 was in the chat earlier. I don't know if TV2 is still in the chat, but shout out to him. Um, but I do have uh, this uh, support the creators link right there. And uh, it, it has the Andrea Brower, TV2 Live, Trucker John, Hal Sparks, Dimbus Yosh with the smooth sounds of the Percy podcast, Demonox on Twitter, First Liberal Animal Patron, and of course, Freedom Speech and You, a show by Ken and Andrea, and they also have a Twitch channel and a Twitter account. So y'all, you know, while you're supporting me, please make sure to support their shows as well. Hey, Paddywhack, thank you for lurking. Appreciate you. Please remember to like and subscribe if you haven't done so. I think you've subscribed already, but like as well. Um, 
yeah, follow. But the best things you could do if, if you're like somebody, if you're supporting somebody, is to go ahead and subscribe. If, use all the free options to subscribe. You know, like the Facebook page, go to the Twitter page, and, and follow the Twitter page if you have Twitter. If you're on Twitter, you don't have to make a new Twitter, just that. Um, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Share videos. Um, I, I have a, a video that's itching to come out um, uh, in a few, and we'll see if I get there soon. Um, hey, Bill P., thank you for joining. Let's see. Nick Rich, perhaps the special master should be another ex-president, Carter, Clinton, Bush, or Obama. They've had clearance before. I did say that I tweeted out, oh, wait, we have 69 views on the, on the show. Now let's, 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 pop that, let's pop that up real quick. Uh, 69 views. Nice. Anyway, so, um, oh, Lord. Let's check my Facebook messenger. What, what, what now? I don't see. Let's see. I have to bring it up. Do, 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 do. Former teacher facing charges for twerking on student and forcing alcohol. Was it in a, was it in a St. Charles Parish as well? Is that where that was? St. Charles Parish in Louisiana, which is just to the West of New Orleans is a, is a, has a, has a problem with um, women teachers sleeping with their students or being inappropriate with their students. And it's a double standard. It's clearly a double standard. It's a, and, and, and shockingly enough, the, the family values types, the double standard more with them. The so-called family values types will then come up and say, oh, if I was a boy, I would have loved it if my teacher would have been like that. But it doesn't matter because kids can't consent to their teachers. Can't consent to their teachers. Consent is key. And there are even rules that say even if you're 18 years old and, and, and an adult, you still can't consent to your teacher in high school because the teacher has power over you. And that power negates the ability to consent because there's the disparity of power. So, I mean, but people are gross and want to justify, you know, justify uh, rape in some cases. And that, that goes to one of the videos I want to make soon, which is another one of my coming to terms to activism videos, which would be, um, you know, I have a, three of them right now, but I want to talk about rape culture. I want to do one just discussing rape culture, discussing what it is, uh, discussing how I came to going from rejecting the concept to, to really understanding the concept and understanding what it is that they're talking about when they say it, and maybe giving some of the arguments that I've heard that convinced me and then some other arguments that I've come up with that have convinced others as well. Um, let's see. Still happens all the time. I hate to say, and then you have to party with your former students or chastise your colleague, or whatever. Uh, let's see. You're using two birds too big for those people. Understand? Unga bunga it. Sex with student bad. <laughs> I have said before that a lot of the times, if you start using words that are three syllables or more, then the, the some of the, the MAGA folks aren't going to understand it. Like it, just like it. <laughs> Inside joke with me and Cassie. Um, let's see, real BP it has to be somebody with current eyes only clearance. If not, a new clearance must be established. I'm sure, but I'm sure it'd be easier to maybe establish uh, eyes only clearance on somebody who previously had it versus somebody who's never had it. Um, uh, Donald Trump would be like, I want Rudy to be the special master. 
And no, that's Rudy's not 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 a not a good idea. See, real uh, that, there you go. Thank you, real bull P. We have one former Supreme Court justice that has full clearance. Justice Breyer has the clearance. So I knew it was Breyer or Souter, but yeah, Breyer's. I, I was pretty sure it was Breyer, but I couldn't find a link supporting that. But thank you for backing that up, Bill. Appreciate that. Um, Dark. I taught at elementary school the most of my career. My family said that I talked to them as if uh, they were second graders. Thank you. We're here all week. We're here all night. Uh, tip your waitress or, or tip your host. And subscribe and like the video. Although we do have more likes than current current view, viewers, so that's good. Um, Hal should be a special master. Oh, my. He might be. You never know. I don't know what he does in his private life. <laughs> and I don't kink shame on Liberal Day and Radio either. Uh, let's see. Which is why I like when I talk about how the conservatives are obsessed with the idea of cuckoldry. I don't, I'm, if that's their kink, I don't shame them for it. And I might shame them for being hypocritical about being such high, high and mighty, holier than now, you know, ultra-religious folks who vote for the guy that said you can grab them by the hoo-ha. Um, but, you know. It is what it is. Thank you, Donald. Sometimes that takes a while to do it. Of course, you know, there's also my favorite, my favorite clip from, the, from a non-president, which is... We don't care about evidence. Oh, they don't. They don't care about evidence at all. Um, my family just gave up and started calling me to spell words. <laughs> like, like, you could use voice-to-text, right, on your cell phone, and, and as long as the voice-to-text isn't terrible and isn't isn't uh blocking you oh that's in florida of course it's in florida why what of course if it's not going to be in st charles parish it's going to be in florida clearly clearly um let's see i read that if the doj indicts him in dc that will make the special master issue moot fair enough uh let's see it takes preachers you to learn teachers too i think there will be much disagreement on the special master issue trump will drag out as long as he can sure and there's issues there's a discussion as to whether or not trump should be indicted before or after the election um I think if, if there's the evidence to do it now, I think it should be done now and don't dilly-dally. Uh, however, you know, there is – we all know that Donald Trump wouldn't. A Donald Trump, just, a Donald Trump administration Justice Department would not wait to indict somebody that they wanted to indict. They would do it immediately. They would make it political. So I don't know why we have to be better than them, but – we just are in almost all aspects, if not all aspects. So that's, that's one thing to consider that do we lose who we are just because, you know, they would do it too. They do it too. is not a good excuse when you're a child. Um, but if, if the if what he, if what he has taken is legitimately that dangerous to national security, you, you have to, because you don't know what else he might have. Hal brought up a great point. It's not just, it's Bedminster. What, what's there? What's at Bedminster? What's in Trump Tower? What's hidden in Trump Tower that's not hidden, that wasn't hidden in Mar-a-Lago? Where else could he potentially have other documents that could harm our allies or harm other nations or harm us? What else could he have? If, he, if he's a clear and present danger of selling off 
documents to the highest bidder or selling information to the highest bidder, then it's vital that you arrest him yesterday. So we shouldn't let politics. Yes, Aaron, Ivana's grave. That, that's also a extreme possibility. I wouldn't put it past him. I don't think anybody would put it past him. So all he knows to do lie and obstruct justice. Yes, that's true. Um, so there's, there's the special master thing is going to be interesting, but we, I think we need to, if, if this is, if he is a, if he is a real risk to national security and to global security, and, and he, there's evidence that he gave information to people that should have gotten that information, he needs to be locked up for safety reasons, for, for, for security reasons, because you need to charge him with those crimes and maybe charge him with more later on. But if, if, if he's going to be a threat to our national security, then there's no reason to let him continue to walk around free. You need to arrest him. You need to take, you need to put him, you need to put him in jail and to not set bail. And you need to make sure that every place he could have been is scoured for whatever documents would have been in there. We also need to take fingerprints of any documents that he has, which might take a while. We need to see if there are any fingerprints that don't line up with whatever. I'm sure they have the fingerprints of everybody who has special clearance, who would be able, who can be able to see those documents. So if you find a fingerprint on a document that's, that doesn't have somebody who doesn't have special clearance, then that's even worse because now you know somebody else has seen the documents who shouldn't have seen the document be it somebody who worked in the White House who didn't have clearance or somebody from another country who just happened to be going on a Florida vacation at Mar-a-Lago and just conveniently swung by Mar-a-Lago and said, hey, I'd like to read the paper instead of getting like the New York Times or the uh, middle South Florida uh, Trumpster or whatever, you know, silly name of a magazine I could think of off the top of my head. Um, they, they give them the other papers that they wanted to, that they wanted to come and see. Um, Aaron, I heard some of the several of the documents were sticky. Oh, that's all sticky. Um, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised. He starts reading. I mean, were there pictures in the two or maybe he had the, maybe, maybe it was in the magazines like when he tacoed them, if it's in the magazines in and of themselves, or maybe he used special magazines of the, of the people whose hoo-ha they want to grab. But one of the most important things to remember though, is, is we need to, listen to Donald Trump because they tell you who they are. They always tell you who they are eventually. If you're innocent, why are you taking the Fifth Amendment? If you're innocent, why are you taking the Fifth Amendment? There you go. According to Donald Trump, anybody who takes the Fifth Amendment is not innocent. It is what it is. Thank you. Um, so, anything else good on Twitter? Um, Anything else trending on Twitter? I don't know. What's the other thing I wanted to talk about? There was the other crappy thing that happened today. Um, I don't want to go into too much information on it. Um, it when I've had Voltron on the show, uh, we've several times have discussed uh, he who shall remain nameless. Um, and, oh, Judaism is trending again. Wow. Oh, Jesus. Or not Jesus, I guess. Um, well, this is somebody else saying Zionism is a core component of Jewish identity. So again, no, it's not. So at least it's people fighting back against the idea 
that you have to be a Zionist in order to be Jewish. Um, but anyway, uh, had, you know, I thought perhaps this, this, the issue with somebody who shall remain nameless was going to be resolved today or soon today or soon sometime this week. It does not look like that stressful part of my life will be resolved anytime in the near future. We'll see. Um, I'm not going to get into too much details. I don't want to mention names. I don't want to mention specifics. And so it's kind of vague, vague talk, vagaries um, about what is going on in my life. But, you know, because I want to keep it as close to the vest as possible, just know that it's a stressful thing and it's just added to my bad day. It is what it is. Thank you, Donald. Um, let's see, Andrea helping Benny Loco. Uh, hit the like, all you dirty, sexy poors and nasty liberals and lipstick lesbians. Hey, any lesbian should hit like, not just the lipstick ones. <laughs> um, let's see. Dan Hare, Magoo, thank you. Thank you for joining. Um, Motang, all that good stuff, all the good fellow stuff from the fellow House Sparks types. Uh, far too many people can't seem to differentiate between Jewish and Israeli. Yeah, I mean, even Donald Trump. Like, I am the most pro-Israel, you know, candidate. Well, the reason that evangelical Christians are supportive of Israel is because in order for their prophecy to come true, you have to have a lot of Jews in Israel so they can die at the end times because they're supposed to die first. And with friends like that, who needs enemies? Um, but and the, Richard Spencer came out, the Nazi Richard Spencer came out as pro-Israel once. Uh, why? Because he supported the idea of Jews having a Jewish nation, because that's where he wants all the Jews in America to go. Um, just like how the owner of Gab, we talked about that the other day, um, or the other week. The owner of Gab is a um, white Christian nationalist, and he embraces the Christian nationalist title. And he said folks like Ben Shapiro have no place in their movement because he's not a Christian, and therefore he can't be a Christian nationalist. Until, until Ben Shapiro accepts Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior, he has no room in the owner of Gab's movement. Um, the owner of Gab is also clearly an anti-Semite, but they'll support, you know, those people will support Israel because they want all the Jews to leave this country. Um, but yeah, and you could also, you could be Jewish and you could, you could support the right of Israel to exist without supporting Zionist policies like taking over the West Bank and Gaza or the settlements and stuff like that. Um, you know, but you can't claim to support Jews when you're, when you're pandering to white supremacists. Like when he said that the people in Charlottesville had good people on both sides. No, they did not. They did not have good people on the side of the pro-monument folks. Why do I say that? Because if you're, what do you call 10 people having dinner with a known Nazi? 11 Nazis. If you are marching for a cause and you're marching alongside Nazis, shouting the Jews will not replace us, shouting blood and soil, two clear signs that they're Nazis, and you're marching right alongside with them and not kicking them out of your parade, not kicking them out of your protest, guess what? You're a Nazi too. Or you're at least sympathizing with the Nazis, and I see no difference somebody who is a Nazi and somebody who will be assist to who will be an apologist for or or march alongside said Nazis. And if somebody like Donald Trump is going to say that everybody on that side that both that not everybody on that side, but that both sides had good people, then he's saying that some people who march with Nazis are good people, 
which means that he's not a good person because he's being an apologist for Nazis in and of themselves. See, I just heard Trump sold Israeli secrets to the Saudis and they paid Jared. I would not be surprised, especially with all the oil. Um, yes, puppies are cute. Um, <laughs> they've been to Israel several times, was there in 78. Parents were already going for decades. Last, The only time I was in Israel was in 93. It was 93. It was right before it got really bad. Um, I would love to go. Again, I want to go eat at Mashiko's on Ben Yehuda Street in Jerusalem. Amazing shawarma. I've never had shawarma in America that tastes like the shawarma I had in Jerusalem or anywhere else really in Israel. Because I ate shawarma all over Israel except for a lot. A lot is the southern port right on the tip of the Red Sea. And very, very hot there. And they had an outdoor shawarma booth. And, and it, I was eating so much shawarma on that trip. Now we were hiking all over the place, so I wasn't like gaining any weight because of it, but you know, I was eating tons of shawarma and it got to the point where the person who was leading the youth trip there was like, look, Daniel, I know you like shawarma a lot, but it is not safe to eat it here because it's probably spoiled. It's probably not going to be fresh and you don't want to be spending the rest of your trip in the bathroom. So I'm like, okay, that's fair. I'll, I'll stop you. I won't eat shawarma in a lot. I'll just have double the shawarma when we go back to Jerusalem. So let's see. It's amazing how they can tell time without understanding the concept. Let's see. Let's see. Adolf Switler, many of Israeli Jews oppose the expansion of settlements. Yes, that's true. Um, puppy feet smell a little like Fritos. Baby head smell like milk and puke and baby shampoo. <laughs> I miss having a baby too, but I don't think that's happening anytime in the near future. Jimmy the Greek, you're welcome for mentioning the retweet. Let's see. Lamb shawarma, no onions, yogurt, tomatoes, so good. I think I did have onions in mine, but I did have the tomatoes and the yogurt and the tzatziki or whatever. Yes, absolutely. And I got like the big one. Like there's like a big flatter pita that they serve it on. Only, the only, my only dilemma was the fact that I also loved the falafel with the French fries on it too. Having the French fries and falafel all together with the tahini and the, oh, that's also delicious as well. Um, let's see. The um, funny thing is I used to have, when I was in college, when I was at University of New Orleans as a graduate student, I was teaching an intro to computer science lab. So I was basically showing people, you know, how to do the lab assignments and grading their work, et cetera, while I was in, trying to go for my master's degree before Katrina hit. Um, one of my students was a uh, dual citizen of both America and Israel, and he would go to Israel every year. And he, uh, he said he went to Mashiko, and we would, we would talk about Mashiko's all the time as well. And he, would be, he was saying he went one time to Mashiko's, and he saw this word that looked like complete gibberish in Hebrew. He couldn't figure it out. Um, the, the Hebrew letters were pay, vav, but the vowel vav, which I don't know if, if you ever seen Hebrew before, you might understand, bet and yud. So it, it was basically, he was like, what is that word? And the guy said, oh, it's, I went, he's like, I went to New Orleans one time and I had this amazing sandwich. And I, I said to myself, I had to have this sandwich in Moshiko's, in my restaurant. So he went to New Orleans, the owner of Moshiko's went to New Orleans and put a po' boy on the menu. And I'm like, that's amazing. 
Let's see. Kiki Street's Russian Jews are mostly ultra right wing. They kind of ruined the place for me. My grandfather, uh, my mom's side, my adoptive, adoptive grand, grandfather, that is, um, he was from Russia. My, my grandparents in 84 voted for Reagan and it pissed my mom off. It, I mean, I wasn't happy about it either, but I was what? Or uh, eight years old. Maybe I was, yeah, I was eight years eight years old at the time, so I really didn't have much say in the matter. But I remember my mom was pissed. Why? Because he because they appreciated the fact that Reagan was standing up against Russia, and you know because Russia was very anti-Semitic, and so they I guess you have the Russian Jews are probably coming from the thing where they view the communism and socialism as the horrible thing, so therefore they're going to fight against it. It's kind of like how uh, Cuban Americans tend to be more conservative. Uh, than other um, folks of Hispanic or Latin backgrounds because they're coming from Cuba and they're a more socialist place. And so they're more likely to be opposed uh, to such thoughts, Um, which is why hypocritically so you have uh, people who are Republicans and conservatives who will typically yell about the people crossing our Southern border who won't give a rat's butt or whatever about uh, and people who are coming from Cuba and, and landing on our shores and that those are fine to them. As long as they get a foot on land, fine, they can stay. Why? Because they're conservatives and they don't, they don't have a problem with conservatives coming here. They have a problem with the people who are, you know, even though they can't vote, neither can the people that are coming across the Cuba border, but they're going to make it seem like it's a big dilemma that they can vote. And the other thing they're going to do, which I guess maybe, uh, let's see, Aaron West, supposedly Russian Jew need to do 23 and me. Um, yeah, I did my, took my DNA test, found out I'm 0% that bitch. I'll have to show my, maybe I'll show my DNA test up on the screen as well if I, if I can find it real quick. But the other thing, you know, we talked about this, I think we talked about this before, but it was, I think it was Joni Ernst that was complaining about the fact that we have the one, one tweet by somebody else, like Republican Governors Association, said that there was 400 million doses of fentanyl that were seized at the border or across the border. Uh, Joni Ernst was talking about how you had enough fentanyl that was caught crossing the border. Um, and so I'm like, well, thank you for giving but the Biden administration the kudos because we've caught it. That's the thing that, like, they're doing, they're doing campaign work for Biden and for the Democrats because they're showing that the Democrats are stopping the drugs from crossing the border. It's insane. Uh, and I'm like, well, is this how the Republican Party is financing their elections? Are they selling fentanyl and using it to, to fund their campaigns? Because I can't imagine them being upset about us stopping the fentanyl from crossing the border unless they profit from the fentanyl actually crossing the border and getting into the American cities. So they are they selling it? I don't know. They might be. I'm just asking questions, as, as Alex Jones or whoever might say. Um, but bizarre. You know that that they would that they would use that as their talking point, um, and it, the reason for that that the Biden administration I think is doing much better at capturing drugs crossing the country, crossing the border is is not because their numbers are up, not because I think the immigration is up, it's because Donald Trump was targeting the wrong people. Donald Trump was going after the low hanging fruit, the people that were here but not causing problems, people who crossed the border. You know, there was a military guy, guy who, who was still not here, was still undocumented, but actually somehow got to serve in the military, served, served the country for years, and he was going to yeet them 
because he wasn't documented properly. And he'll, he was targeting all of those folks and ignoring the big fish. You know, he's sitting there like we have these large, big um, tuna coming across, the, blue, the bluefin tunas that he's ignoring. Meanwhile, he's catching minnows like, look at the great job I'm doing. I've caught all these minnows. I've caught all of these. I'm a great president. I'm the best. No one catches people crossing the border better than I do. So let's see. Jimmy the Greek is like Reagan and crack using fentanyl problems to slam democratic big cities. Yeah. I mean, even if it, but even if it happened in the country, even if there was, there was two kids in a, in, in a conservative rural, sub, not, I don't know if it's rural, but it's a conservative suburban part on the outskirts of New Orleans across Lake Pontchartrain. So it takes a little bit to get there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't think those kids were, were leftists. I don't think that the, where they died were leftists, but they're going to find a way to blame Biden or the Democrats for it for whatever reason. So let's see. So there are quite a few Cuban Jews as well. There's also, I have family in Mexico City. I didn't get to see them when the last time I went to Mexico City, but um, one of the, I think I told this story on my, on the, on the Twitch stream, maybe, um, which is the fact that my grandmother uh, graduated from high school at 16, and then she went to college, and she studied, like, librarian, she studied Spanish, and she graduated, I think, with a degree in Spanish, and she used to work for a library, as a library, librarian, which is funny, because my grandmother's name was Marion, um, so she was Marion the librarian, just like in the music band, uh, but she was fluent in Spanish, so, of course, when she graduated in high school and college or whatever, it's in the middle of World War II. So, so she worked for the Department of War, uh, being kind of like being a censor in trying to look at all of the mail that was coming from the United States, went to their office, if it was going to Mexico or any other Spanish-speaking country, and they would get every single letter that was coming. They would open the letters up and they would read the letters. And they would, you know, say, okay, is this, does it have any American secrets that we can tell? So it can go on its merry way, or if it has secrets, they would have to, uh, they would block it or stop it or whatever. If it was concerning, I guess they would pass it on to, uh, to somebody else and let them, I guess, deal with it above and beyond, you know, if they caught something that seemed fishy. Um, so she had a letter that came across her desk, I guess, in her big stack, and she looked at it, and she handed it to her coworker, and she goes, you need to do this one. And they were like, why? Why can't you do it? She was like, well, it's because I wrote it. It's to my cousin in Mexico City. And I don't think it would be appropriate for me to be looking at my own letter and determining whether or not if it was safe or not. So, um, so what are the, I don't know how many letters were coming across their desks, but I just find, I always found it funny that her letter came across her desk. Um, and, and so we have a video as she was getting on later and later in life, she was able to, she was starting to lose, you know, some of her cognitive abilities. And, um, but before that happened, before that really happened, uh, my uncle took it upon himself to do some, make a video of her and do some, do some video stuff. And she, ha he had her retell that story English and then had her uh, retell the story in Spanish as well. So so it's, it's pretty awesome. And now my kids are learning Spanish. They go to a Spanish immersion school. Um, sometimes the teachers aren't, the, or the, the administration isn't the greatest at that school, but um, they're 
going to be fluent in, in Spanish coming out of high coming going into high school and hopefully coming out of high school and hopefully they'll be able to use that and do something in their careers with foreign language skills. Now somebody else was I think talking to my wife and was saying because at the school that the high, the middle school that my oldest son goes to, um, he's also learning Mandarin, so he'll he'll potentially know three languages coming out of middle school. Um, I only knew a little bit of Spanish and I knew Hebrew coming out of middle school uh, and English, obviously, maybe, obviously, but I, um, but the, but I think one of the people that like graduated from uh, the the middle school and went on um, ended up being able to speak Mandarin very well and is now doing some job, doing some interpreter, interpreter work in China. Unfortunately, the place that they were doing the interpreter work is Wuhan. So I don't know if I would be that excited about that. But um, it, it, it's, it's awesome, I think, that my kids are getting this multilingual learning and they're able to be able to pick up these languages and be able to speak uh, fluently in them because it's, I think it's really going to um, really going to potentially widen their horizons. Uh, when, when they grow up. Now with me, you know, and I stopped Hebrew, like I took some Hebrew classes in college. I stopped, I didn't, I went to a Hebrew day school from first to eighth grade. And I took some Hebrew classes during, during high school as well, like after school, which is funny because I'd be taking Spanish and Hebrew and I'd be sitting in Hebrew class and I'd try to say something and it would come out in Spanish and be like, no, no, that's Spanish. Let me say the Hebrew. And so everybody laughed because other people in my class were in the same predicament. But on the other side of the coin, I would be in my Spanish classes at high school, and I'd want to say something, and it would almost come out in Hebrew, and I'd be like, no, they're going to be like, what the hell is he talking about? And then I'd be like, no, that was Hebrew. Here's the Spanish. And they'd be like, what? And they'd be very con- much, much more confused. So um, the Jim the Great consider every kid who immigrates here has to learn English as a second language. Yes. Um, some of the teachers, unfortunately, uh, did, you know, struggle with the English a little bit, which is probably the only problem I have with the school is that it's great that they're getting Spanish from native Spanish speakers and it's wonderful. But there are some time, there was one year where we had to bring my kids godmothers because they're from Honduras and we had to bring them with us to be able to translate what was going on because we couldn't understand the teacher at all. So we would tell the, we would tell the, uh, the, the, the godmother, okay, this is what we want to say. The godmother would say it, and then she would speak back. And so we had our own our own little interpreter. So, hey, Sparkling Dragon, how's it going? Um, again, I guess we should do a, 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 not a break, but a reset. Liberal Dan Radio, talk from left, that's right. Every Wednesday, 8 p.m. Central here on Liberal, on Liberal Dan Radio on YouTube. I also stream on blogtalkradio.com slash Liberal Dan, but I'm pretty much trying to force everybody to hear. I'm trying to hit 1,000 subs by the end of the end of this month so if you haven't subscribed please remember to do so if you haven't liked the video please remember to do so go watch some of the videos share them with your friends if you like them encourage them to to subscribe to the channel as well because i am trying to get to a thousand by the end of the month so i can be monetized um you can also support the show by going to uh, liberaldan.com clicking the buy me a cider button and that will that you can buy one or more ciders and support the show that way or you can just venmo me as well because that's another way that you can support the show too um it's getting hot in this room. I'm starting to sweat. I'm getting moist. Uh, <laughs> to use the word moist again. Um, see, was there anything else I wanted to talk about? 
I'm sure Benny Lillard has already started. I think I was going to, I said I was going to try and, and stop at nine. And of course I keep talking and talking and talking. Patty Wack, my birthday is next Wednesday. Will you sing happy birthday? Remind me to sing you a happy birthday and I'd be more than happy to sing you happy birthday, Patty. So anybody else's birthday, if your birthday is on my show, I will try and, and speak uh, or sing, sing you a song. I can't promise it's going to be good, but I can try. You can, you can hear some of my parodies and determine whether or not my singing is good or not. You might change your mind after I start singing, but, but yes, I will sing you happy birthday. Um, let's see. Kimchi, I know I'm not wanted when I'm you bunch of anti-milk dud fascists. My love, my, my love, my love wife. I was going to say my love wife, milk dudes. Um, Cassie, my wife, uh, likes milk duds. I like milk duds too. I'm not anti-milk dud. I, I, I personally have other things that I like, but I know Cassie likes milk duds. I think the kids like milk duds too, or milk dudes, as, as they say. Um, Chris, uh, Chris, my birthday was Monday. Don't you dare sing for me. I just be like, yeah, I will. If you want me to sing for you, buy me a cider to sing. I'm, I'm not asking you, Patty, to buy me. I'll, I'll sing for you for free, but it'd be funny. I'd be like, you know, if you want me to sing for you, buy me a cider. If you don't want me to sing for you, buy me a cider. Bribe me to not sing for you. <laughs> well, I guess Chris does already support the patron, so uh, I, I guess he's already paying me to, to make that request. Wait, are milk duds discontinued? Did I miss that? Let's see. Let's check that out. Let's check the news and see if that's breaking news. Oh, I looked up milk duds, and the first thing I got was milk duds shortage. Um, all tricks, no treats. Hershey warns of Halloween shortage. Um, Hershey says it won't be able to fulfill demand for Halloween um, for candy this year. This year's Halloween celebrations may be a little less sweet. Candy maker Hershey announced during earnings call that would not be able to meet demand for Halloween candy this autumn. Uh, CNN reported the shortage is due in part to a surge in demand since the start of the pandemic and supply chain issues. Supply chain issues, blah, blah, blah. In addition to the classic Hershey Barn Hershey's Kiss, the brand also manufactures Kit Kats, Peanut Butter Cups, Almond Joy, Milk Duds, Dollar Rancher, but I haven't seen. So there might be a Milk Duds shortage. Duds. Discontinued. There are some articles out there that mention milk duds are being discontinued. However, this is a false claim. You can still easily find milk duds available on the market, and they're relatively easily to do so. So, so apparently the uh, the uh, the uh, the arguments about milk duds being discontinued is, is fake news. It's the fake news media trying to panic you about a, a lack of milk dudes. So, Liberal Dan Radio, come for the facts, stay for the singing. <laughs> let's see, let's 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 pull up. If you go to, um, let's pull this open and then let's see, go to com. There's the, uh, well, there's of course the my uh, I did get second place in the. Uh, my karaoke contest on uh, Carnival uh, when I went on my cruise in July, but that's this, but it's not, it's not necessarily my singing voice. It's, it's me doing an impression of Louis Armstrong. 
Um, so there's that. Uh, let's see. Um, let's let's go to videos and see if I can find the other one. I only have 104 subscribers on Nerdy Dan. I'd eventually like to get that up to 1,000 as well, but I'm less worried about that. I'm more worried about Liberal Dan Radio at this point. Um, copy image, or not copy image. That's not what I wanted to do. Copy link address. Hey, Aaron, welcome back. Uh, this is me doing Monkey Wrench. That's the link to me doing Monkey Wrench uh, at karaoke. Um, let's see. Playlists. Uh, where's my parody playlist? View full playlist. Then, of course, there's this one. I need to start it, but then not play it because I don't want to get a copyright thing. Um, share, copy. This is my parody of uh, You'll Be Back. Uh, my parody, my, my pre-election parody that I've had as my theme song for a little bit without the background music, but this song has the background music and it's, it, it's my parody of You'll Be Back uh, from uh, from uh, Hamilton. Although I think I can play, I think I have the non-background music version on my music list somewhere. I just have to kind of search for it. Ooh, the air came on. So yay. Uh, let's see. No, no, that's not it. That's an, that's an old hypocrite of the week. Um, there's another Trump one. Stand back and stand by. Yes, because that's that's stand down is not that. Um, because we test so much, we show cases. So we show many, many cases. When you test, you have cases. We need to stop the testing. Let's see. I think this is it. You say. Four more years of Trump's not a price that you're willing to pay. You cry when you see breaking news cause you know Trump's a really dumb guy. Why so sad? You know that we proved our derangement in 2016. Now he's making us mad. Remember despite his arraignments, He's still there. We'll fight back on the show that is called Liberal Dan Radio. We'll fight back on the air. Call me up and show me that you care. Listens rise, ratings fall, and I'll keep broadcasting through it all. So subscribe. Don't be late, and you'll hear me on Blog Talk Radio on Wednesday nights at 8. Da 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 <laughs> everyone's a critic i guess but no th- there's a better version on here on liberal dan radio 
that uh, that has the background music, has the whole second part of the song with me going into a falsetto. Um, and I actually got some of my friends uh, to help me out with it. And so at the end, where it's like, everybody, and everyone's going, so there's everybody doing that. Everybody is doing that at the end. So um, I also did a uh, What Comes Next parody uh, as well, and that's on here. And I also have the parody uh, Oil and Wicks instead of Guns and Ships uh, singing about the Maccabees instead of, instead of singing about Lafayette um, and Alexander Hamilton. So do, 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 do. Fox is truly an icon. Red Fox is too. No relation. <laughs> um, let's see what else. Sparkly Dragon loved it, so that's good. Um, again, Tim the Geek said I wasn't, so can't please everybody, I suppose. <laughs> so, anyway. Do, do, do. Let's scroll back up. And scroll down on the chat so I don't miss anything. I'm not a critic. I make fun of myself. I'm a shower too often. Not saying the last part. <laughs> Although, I mean, there is, a, is, are you, are you, Jeff Kerr, are you Alex Jones's dad? Because, <laughs> you know, apparently, according to uh, Alex Jones, uh, his father is, is, is apparently well hung. My dad's cock is a lot bigger than mine. Thank you to Hal Sparks for introducing all of that, all of us to that audio. Um, but, well, I guess it doesn't necessarily mean it's big. It just means that it's bigger than his. And so if Alex Jones has a micro one, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Um, let's see. I try to be funny. I try to make more parodies. I was, there's the, I also did say that if I got to 1,000 subscriptions, I said this on my, on my short that I made. I put it on TikTok, but I also put it on I think I might have uploaded it here as well, but if I haven't, I need to. Um, there's the, there's that, I said it was parody, but it wasn't a parody. It was a, a production that a church did of Hamilton, but they kind of changed it to make it more Jesus-y. And um, Lin-Manuel Miranda was not very happy with that at all. And so I had posited some ideas as to what you might hear on a more religious version of Hamilton. Like, you know, I am not thrown away by cross i am not throwing away my cross or um what's the second one i forgot what the second one's already was already but the third one was uh i'll be back in three days i'll be i have i have died for everyone who prays i'll be back time will tell if you don't repent you'll burn in hell so that was my idea for another parody and if you you know me, there's kind of this thing where if I think of a parody, I kind of always want to push it through and I want to get it done and I want to make it, I don't make the parody. Uh, but I kind of said, if I were to, uh, John Trucker, micropenises unite, LOL. Anyway, so I did say if I got to a thousand subs, maybe I'll just say the same thing. If I get to a thousand subs by the end of September, I will both do that parody and make it rain in Hal's chat. But Again, I'm not even at 500 yet, so y'all need to, we need to get that going. Let's see. Oh, God. So apparently my 
my cat is is my cat Gloria, the skittish one, when she hears things that are um when she hears things that are on the phone or whatever, like voices on the phone, she starts talking like meow, 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 meow. And uh and uh so apparently during my singing, uh Gloria was also talking a lot. So that's amusing. I'll have to try that later if she doesn't run away from me like she always does. Uh, let's see. What the heck is that, Dark Webster? I have no idea. Uh, let's see. New band, Liberal Dan and the Wednesday Night Moonshine Band? Sure, why not? Or the Wednesday Night Cider Band? Liberal Dan and the Wednesday Night Cider Club members or Cider Club rules? I don't know. Maybe we can open for uh, Nerd Halen. <laughs> I did like how uh, there was a video from Nerd Halen that Hal posted, and it was instead of singing um, Pretty Woman, uh, they did Nerdy Woman and like speaks Klingon too or whatever. Liberal Dan and the Vaccines. Nice. Yes. Or maybe liberal dead in the vaccine mandates. I don't know. Put mandate in it, get a whole other crowd coming in who, who, who might not understand what the point is. Um, but, like, I've made other parodies, too. Like, you know, instead of I've seen better days, I've done I've seen thinner days. And that one I've, I've written all the way through. Uh, like, I've seen thinner days. I own stock in Frito-Lay. Anyway, so... I've done that one before. I have other ones that I've made as well. Um, like, I made one about Taco Bell uh, to Madonna's La Isla Bonita, which is Fiesta Burrito. Anyway. <laughs> Let's see. Where is my troll that thinks you're – I don't know, Aaron. Where is the troll that thinks you're anti-vax? That would be very – still, I find that very odd that somebody would think you were anti-vax, of all people. Let's see. Kimchi mandates. Yes, please. Maybe that should be a new level. I'll have to make that a new level on my patron, uh, but I'll have to get my wife's approval first. <laughs> so, um, anyway, I think it's, it's Benny Locust. If Benny Locust alive, let's just go ahead and we can go ahead and end the show now. And, and I'll, I'll throw the, the, the uh, audio up or the, the, uh, the image up as well and leave it running for a little bit for so the chat to run out, but maybe we can all head over to uh, Benny Locos as well and, 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 you know, call, go into her chat as well and, and give her some views. And she is monetized, I believe. So, which is, which is awesome for her. Uh, I do want to support. That's another one I guess I should put up there is Benny Loco on my creators to support list. So there's that Just looking for the darn end of show. Uh, audio, which I always have a product. It's too far down the scroll. There it is. Anyway, so that is the end of this week's episode of Liberal Day and Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Come back next Wednesday, 8 p.m. Central, here on YouTube.com slash Liberal Day and Radio. Hopefully, I'll have more bits for next week. Uh, and also, if you want to join tomorrow, uh, you can join me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash nerdydan.com. And that you can join me and Aaron and perhaps Jolie and other people as well. Um, just having fun playing some video games and chatting politics too talk about whatever you want anyway until next week Dan Zimmerman for Bill Dan Radio off from the left that's right
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.